<laughs> Hello and welcome to my Xbox and me, episode one hundred and sixty. I should check the numbers. Oh God, one hundred and sixty-four, five. I think it's one hundred and sixty-seven. Could be wrong. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ! I got to come up with names on the spot. Uh, uh, nah. He's tall. He's dark. He's handsome. And he also has a beard. Crash, how are you? Hi, I'm doing well. I don't even know if you're that tall, I'll be honest with you. Um, so before we get into this, and also the one and only from the glorious, oh, I'm going to say it wrong, movie cast. It's not that anymore. He's rebranded, I think. Mr. Oh, Moody. Look, you can't reband midway through and not expect me to mess it up, all right? Don't blame me, Moody. Don't blame me. So, it's all right. No problem at all. Gary is out this week we've kicked him to the curb no gary's uh had a lot going on i've had a lot going on so things just didn't match up timing wise we're actually recording this the 24th at 3 30 so it will be out today as well so i apologize for the poor timing and stuff but it does mean we get to talk about gamescom and i'm sure we're all excited about that if you don't know my xbox and me is our weekly xbox podcast uh, you can get it here on uh, youtube.com slash mcfixer maybe on soundcloud maybe on itunes and all that jazz i always think of family girl when i hear that and all that jazz i don't know why um besides that let's just jump straight into what's been in our box moody we'll start with you what have you been playing this week my dude um i have been playing a few games uh finished off uh Quick one, get it out of the way. F1 2017, just because 2018 is coming out today. I've got it, received it, I've installed it, I'm all happy. Uh, but I've also been playing, arguably for me, probably one of the best games this year, and that's Dead Cells. Ooh. Absolutely love that game. Wait, wait, so I don't want to skip Absolutely over Formula fun. 1 real quick. So wait, you have Formula yeah. 1 right now? I've got Form F1 2018 right now. It is and you installed. St- and you still installed. played Rainbow with us? It was installed on June Rainbow. That's why. Okay, now it makes sense. <laughs> it explains it. Now, now it makes sense. Yeah. Now it makes I'm sense. I'm not gonna lie. I will not lie. It was installed. I'm surprised yeah. we've even got you for and this also, show. Yeah. <laughs> you needed help. I was happy to help. I appreciate it. I thought um, the entire weekend. My partner's away for the next five days. That oh great. man, you've that's heaven. That sounds like heaven. Yeah, no. It is. Um, <laughs> I love for the bits, but it is. Dead Cells. I'm Chris. You've been playing it as well, um, yeah. but you've been you're playing it on PC, correct? Yes. But I, yeah, but we've all been playing it. I love it, Moody. What do you think of it so far? It's top three games of the year. Yeah, Easy. I agree. Easy. Uh, it is absolutely fantastic. I think the art style is so well. The gameplay is can be infuriating. I admit that, but it's not as infuriating as uh, Super Meat Boy because that one pissed me so off. Yeah. This one is like. It's aggravating me, but it's not aggravating. The the faults are mine when I die, and I know that. Meat Boy, I just feel like being a bastard when it happened to me on that game. Yeah, but I just love it. I love the. I love. I'm always changing my style. I'm always trying. I'm trying like I try the heaviest, the powerfulest weapons. Yes, it slows me down, everything, but I get a right style with it. Yeah, go over the bow and everything. I'm figuring out my proper style, and I'm going full on into it with a proper style for myself when I'm able to get those weapons. But yeah, I think it's. I love it. I've just so happy it's out it was one of those games that when i played it i remember i played it on stream like i said last week i think it was it might have been a week before i played it and i was like this is great this is fantastic but there's no way i'm gonna finish this game and it's the game i always go back to when i'm bored like when it's like i've got an hour to fill because crash is not available to talk or some bull crap <laughs> um 
And it's like, oh, I'll just play Dead Cells. And like, I played it the other day for an hour, and it was the best run I'd done. I didn't die for like a whole hour. And I was like, yeah. well, I'm I'm the I'm fucking best. And then <laughs> and then I died, and I was like, oh no. But then I just got to the yeah. part where um, I just got to where um, you know when you know the merchant people, and yeah, yeah, like you get the separate upgrades um, with the new helper or whatever it is. Yeah. Again, I'm not really paying too much attention to the story, if I'm being honest. It's always just like, let right. me go out there and kill things. Give me my freeze hands, give me the freeze bombs, and give me a quick sword, and that's my loadout. Right. That's the one I want to go for. But then now I'm getting to a point where I'm playing it longer and knowing more that I'm like, every bit of DPS matters now. Like, yeah. every single... It's like, this one does this, and this one... I'm like, but this one's better. No, but this one... I'm like, oh, man, this game. Yeah. Uh, and that's where it's that's where it's so good, I feel right what are your experiences Uh, with it so far crash uh i love it like having played it way before when it was first came on to early access yeah yeah to now it's just so drastically different because before when you would get weapons they'd only have one or two upgrades where now it's like oh this will inflict fire damage and this weapon will do more damage if the opponent's on fire if the opponent is poisoned yeah and seeing that progression also the progression of the world going into a room and having the blue candles meaning you can interact with that room i didn't even and know that if you search it well yeah what now you know, no! now you know. <laughs> there's something you can interact with <laughs> and you can <laughs> you can possibly find like a hidden stash in the room or something and there's a lot of secrets in the world that sort of the game will be like you should go this way but uh, if you happen to go the other way, yeah. you can find a secret or something. And um, it's really a really, really cleverly made game. I just think it's the most rewarding game I've played in a long, long yeah. time. Where it's like, I do something and I'm like, I feel I feel instantly rewarded for doing it. Like, there's yeah. never, never, like, I, I agree if you moved it, it can be infuriating. And uh, I see a lot of people out there saying, this is just not my type of game. Like, this is just not for me. I'm not into yeah. those type of games. If I hadn't played the game, I would have said the same thing, I think. But now playing it, I'm like, oh my God, it's so good. It's so good. So clever. Like you say, I think there's still more to the yeah. world that I'm learning. Because I'm literally, I must only be like six, seven hours in, something like that. But that's just because of the way I play the game. Because those games do infuriate me because I hate dying and losing everything. That annoys me. But that makes sense for the game. But that's why I play it in such bite-sized moments. You know what I mean? I just like... That's how I prefer to do it. I think if I I had the time and just I would play it and play it and play it, but I just don't. But yeah, it's just so good. So, 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 so good. Go on, Moody. Carry on. What else have you been playing? Um, this is gonna be a shock to you when I say this, but I've played Sea of Thieves. Oh my well, god, you're the one percent as we talk about on this yeah. show. You're the one percent. No, talk to me. Go on. <laughs> How is it now? I played Sea of Thieves. Um, it's same. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. For me, it feels a lot the same. Same type of things where you either go and get find pirates to get the skulls or chests and or souls or whatever. It's the same bloody thing. Or chasing after chickens. It's the same thing. They have added things like there's a megalodon in there. I got attacked and eaten by a megalodon, and I also got uh, attacked by the skull pirate ship and everything. It's really, really, it's fun when with friends. I admit that I played it with uh, me, Foxes, and uh, me, Andy. Uh-huh. Had a lot of fun. There are people, but there are people on this game that um that have 
stuck to this game and they are really really good at this game i can imagine really good and like, right. it, yeah it's kind of, yeah so if you don't grind it you're not good at it you're not gonna get any better at it just like just like on rainbow and everything like oh, no, oh, no, any game any game that you right. when you can put uh, the amount of time in that yeah. that you like yeah. the only reason any of us are even any kind of good at rainbow is because we put many and many and many hours yeah. into rainbow oh, um and the same thing for a cfes fan yeah yeah it's still a beautiful get looking game but the combat is still crap uh the changes aren't huge enough for me to go and say you i recommend this for you but uh we mean foxes were bored we thought eh, why not we play it we still had installed got my mate we had we had fun just like i did last time but other than that I doubt I'll be going back anytime soon either. Well, they got the new... I didn't even add it in. We'll talk about it. Joe, I'll save it. We'll talk about it. It's fine. It's coming up in the news. Yeah. Um, wow, that's interesting. It's interesting that you played it. It's nice to hear someone say they've actually gone back since day one, yeah. play it, and then still come out with the same experience. Because I think for me, it's, it keeps sitting in the back of my head. And I've even mentioned it a couple of times as a joke. So like, how about we play CFEs? And I'm like... But I don't want to because I know it's the, the world still feels empty, correct? And that's yeah, my biggest yeah, gripe with the game. Empty, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a shame. It's going to be a few years before it's substantial. Yeah, personally, that they can say we have a full game now. So, yeah, that's... that game to me was always like this should be an early access game. Hundred percent. And I think I would have been a hundred percent fine with that. It would have been something like Dead Cells where I keep going back to it, and it's like, oh, there's more, there's more. There's more to it. But... I just don't think there is more to it because I think like if you remember, like I know me, you, I don't know if Moody was in it, but in the like the beta thing, the technical alpha stuff, it's the same right. game we played then, just yeah. tweaked a little bit. And I feel like if they did the early access thing, when would this game come out? This could be another Daisy type situation where it's like it just doesn't come out because they just haven't. There's not enough there to warrant it being a full release. But I think it would. Yeah. I would have accepted it more if it was right. early access. I think it runs it, better. Yeah, yeah. I I think it being accepted more is the bigger thing the game should have went for. Because like, look at Fortnite. Fortnite's big, but yeah, Fortnite's yeah, yeah. technically not out. Fortnite's still in beta. Well, the, the VR mode. Yeah, yeah. Beta, but you know, it could have. I don't think. I don't think it needed to go. I think it tried going out the gate running. And I yeah. think that's the mistake. I get you. I get you. Um, anything else, Mood, we're missing? Uh, nope. Siege. Cool. Yeah, we no, yeah. Siege, Siege on this podcast no. is... We've all played Siege today yeah. for many hours. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, nothing more to it, honestly. We, this is the squad. We play Siege all the time. It's just that game. Yeah. Uh, Crash, what about yourself? Anything you've been playing this week? Uh, Dead Cell. Yep. A little bit of Dragon Ball Fighters. Okay, how is it now? Because they just added uh, a new character, correct? Two new characters: base Goku and Vegeta. Complete ripoff. Okay. Kind of silly because now there's like four different versions of Goku in the game, um... and three different versions of Vegeta, and it's kind of like, <laughs> why'd you have to add these characters? Um, I mean, did you buy? Did base... you did you buy them? Absolutely. That, that, that answers that <laughs> question, no, okay. doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but to be fair, they could have released almost any character and I would have bought it because I really do like the game. I really enjoy the game. Yeah, I just, I, ah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, go on, carry on, sorry. Um, 
I've been playing a bit of that. That's not a fun game to play when you like drop it after a while. Cause I think that's just fighting games in general, isn't it? You just, you just get your get ass smacked. kicked. Yeah. 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 You have to like get that muscle memory back a little bit. I think oh. that that's me in any online game, honestly. Like yeah, I think that's true. I like we've been playing. I've, I've been I've been playing a bit of PUBG a little bit now, especially with 1.0 being announced, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, and I'm like, I'm playing it. I'm like, I am terrible at this game. How? I was good at this game. Like legit yeah. decent, like not maybe not good, but decent, decent enough. Right. Like good, maybe I stretched too far, but um, <laughs> no, I was. Were, I would consider you good. I was. I, I was. I was good. decent enough to like hold my own in battles. Now I'm just. I'm de- dreadful. Like I said, the same thing happens to me with siege. Like I, I won't play siege for a week, maybe, and it's like. My aim's off. I, I missed an um, easy shot. It's little things like just raising the cursor, the cursor, the controller a little bit higher. Your aimer, just so you're aiming right. for headshots more than body shots. It's just little things. It's like, ah, yeah. oh, come on. Um, yeah. What else? What else? What else? Anything else on your list? No. No. I think yeah. That's uh, Rainbow, PUBG, a little bit of Fortnite, FIFA, Dead Cells, and I played Marvel Ultimate uh, Alliance today. <laughs> right. Um, me and Hayley played it for about an hour. Oh my god, that game's awful. Like, yeah, the game, you know, it didn't age well. In the slightest, I would not suggest anyone to buy uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1 and 2. I mean, like I said, we played it for about an hour and it was just old game mechanics, boring combat, a story that didn't really get going in the first hour. We didn't really, to be fair, we didn't really give it a go. Like, we right. played, but if it doesn't interest me, and it's not interesting, Haley. I've given it an hour. That's enough. Right. I mean, I, yeah. I regret paying the the the, tw- the twenty five thirty pound I paid for both of them because now they're just going to sit there for the rest of my life. But yeah, unfortunately, not the greatest games. Right. Uh, anything else? I feel like I'm missing something. I feel like I've played something lately that I'm totally missing. Walking Dead. The Walking Dead movie. Thank you. Yes, I have played The Walking Dead, um, the final season, episode one. Um, if anybody's interested in doing a spoiler cast for that, please email in myxboxandmepodcast at gmail.com. Um, I'd love to talk that through on this podcast with anyone or maybe on my YouTube channel or whatever. Um, the Walking Dead is at, it, it is, it's, I streamed it. It was, it was a little bit longer than I was expecting the first episode. Um, probably about two and a half hours, I think it took me um maybe i'm a little bit off maybe it was only two hours but we'll see um i enjoyed it i i had a lot of fun with it it was very much a opening episode and anyone that's played a telltale game knows what i mean by that they've changed up the mechanics though of the way you fight and the way um the fighting mainly though like it's not just zombie walks to you you push x at the right time and boom like you actually do walk forward and you 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 do the the normal Walking Dead, kick them in the shit, and they go down, and you stab them. It's just little bits, but they've evolved the gameplay, which is nice. Is it needed? Not necessarily, because I only want the story. But it's nice. It makes it more of a game other than just a story that I'm pushing Y, B, X, and A. So right. Um, the story is interesting. Uh, especially the way it ends, no spoilers, um, but very interesting. I already know where the story's going. Um, it's very, very, very reminiscent of the season one. Um, I love what they did with the opening. My save wouldn't import properly, so what they did was 
as you load in, it goes through like season one, season two, season three, and makes you decide the decisions that you made. Like if it's saving, I believe her name's Kara versus Doug, um, and then you had Kenny and um, shit, what's her name? What's the short-haired girl's name? Oh, I can't remember. Know your name. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, whatever her name is. Yeah, exactly. Um, And then the same in season three. But they did like this whole thing to make your save catch up if you can't get your save back, which was really cool. Um, But yeah, I would definitely suggest it if you're a Walking Dead fan and you didn't play season three, which I would say you definitely don't need to play. It's a cool side story in the Walking Dead world, season one and two. And then this last season are an important one, so. But uh, yeah, it was good. It was good. And like I said, I'd love to hear about it. I'd love to talk to people about it. So hit me up. Um, yeah, that's it. Thank you, Moody. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, let's get into the topic of the show this week. Topic of the show this week is Gamescom. But most specifically, I want to talk about Inside Xbox. Um, me and Chris watched it uh, on the day after. And Moody, I know you've watched it, correct? I watched it on the day. Yeah, so I don't want to talk about so much the news of it because we're going to get into that, but I want to talk about Inside Xbox as uh, a show and the way they presented the content that was given to us at Gamescom. Um, wh- Moody, what did you think of the show overall starting off? Overall, I thought it was a boring show, personally. It's too long. It's too long. For me, personally, I just didn't enjoy it. It's just too bloated i think it and it also it, just like uh playstation does they are both they both feel like they are now winding down ready getting ready for the next gen consoles and that's what it feels right. like and this 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 show felt like that as well for me they yes go there but you don't need to show us anything you don't need to really do anything like that games that are releasing we know that they can still just drop something on youtube would be perfectly fine i just didn't enjoy the show it was bland i enjoyed the games like i'm oh yeah for shadow of the tomb raider assassin's creed odyssey i think i all look great but the show i just the, all the show i haven't seen all the shows i watched the first one when you watched it I believe, yeah live I reactions it. yeah enjoy it yeah then it's the same thing here um there are some of them uh people just seem i don't know they just they seem like they're trying too much um but the, but that's that's neither here or there. That's too bloated for me. I got you. Crash overall thoughts on the the show. Um, I thought it was a little. I don't think it was bad, but I think it was a little pointless. And yeah. I think there's a distinction between the two. Hundred percent. Um, I think they yeah. could have trimmed a lot off of it. Yeah. And there was a lot of production stuff that just. <sighs> Like, you know, I know why you're smiling because yeah. I'm smiling the same way. The moment that Major Nelson's talking, promoting something, and they just cut into gameplay, yeah, much, and yeah. it's like, guys, yeah, it's why that's horrible, guys, and that's why what I they... want. That's why I want to talk about this inside yeah. Xbox as a whole. Um, I I've interviewed AC Bongos. We spoke, obviously, we spoke and stuff like that, and um, he loves doing the show and stuff like that. But the show needs to have a point. And I love what they do with the monthly stuff with it. It's pretty much a a PR showreel of what's coming this month in Xbox or what they've right. got to come in soon enough sort of thing. Um, obviously, we got like the C, uh, not, we got Sea of Thieves at the first one. Um, then we've had State of Decay. And then we've had like No Man's Sky was announced there. And like a ton of stuff, which I think I think that's a cool way of doing it, personally. 
The thing I don't like, and I'm with you, Crash, is the production value of this show specifically at Gamescom was horrendous. There was moments where the mics were cutting in and out. You could hear production teams. There was obviously the, the cutting of Larry Herb. There was It just isn't a polished show. Yeah. And you can't have that from Xbox. This is the official Xbox Gamescom showing, and the production value is well below par. And I think that's like the most important thing. And um, I, Moody, I'm with you. It, it, it's too long. Um, the people they get on to talk about Devil May Cry, maybe not, no, let me take back Devil May Cry, because I think that's probably the only one that was interesting when he was speaking. Um, I don't know the gentleman's name, but he's the, um, I think he's like a production or something, like, he's in production or something like that for Devil May Cry 5. He was fantastic when speaking about the game. You got the passion. You got the, the, the happiness of the fact that he's working on this game. Everybody else, it's very much... Oh my god, it comes it comes across like, oh my god, we're not PR trained. Oh my god, I don't know how yeah. to speak. Oh my god, I can't hear them, so now I'm guessing what to say. Oh my it just doesn't come across natural. Yeah. And I think it's all well and good. I wanna see devs getting out in front of their games. I've said that about EGX every time I go. <laughs> I hate it when devs just think their game is enough. No. Go there and sell it. But they're not given the opportunity to go there and sell it. Um right. I don't think the hosts do a good enough job of helping the dev teams. Like, they do throw up balls. They throw up softballs for them to answer the questions. But I know as myself, I've interviewed plenty of devs that are super nervous and they they, they know how to make games. They don't know how to talk about their game. Right. And for me, it, should, it, it makes you come across awkward. Like, I remember, like, the Metro Exodus team. That game looks fantastic. If this was my first time seeing that game and hearing about it, I wouldn't give a crap. Like, do you know what I mean? And I don't think X Inside Xbox is doing a good enough job of elevating. It just sort of... I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, but it sort of just dampers everything, I feel like, anyway. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't remember which one it was, but I remember one of the ones we were watching... They just kept going around in a circle, and the hosts didn't do a good job of transitioning. Sort of transitioning. I think it was the hunt I or think, whatever. I think it was called. the hunt showdown. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's small stuff like that. Like I think inside Xbox is a brilliant idea for Microsoft's 100%. part. Hundred percent. Because it gives something for the casual audience who isn't watching the IGNs, which is already pretty casual, but yeah. there are people who aren't watching it. Yeah. It gives them a spot to get their news. Yeah. It to, just, but it more importantly, to, to get that Xbox news, yes. there's no, there's no IGN is everything. Obviously, even myself, you, Moody, whoever it is covering, we cover everything because we have to because we want to try and get the biggest numbers. When you get to control your own messaging, yeah, it's even better. But you're controlling it in a way that's poorly done, in my opinion. Right. Th this show specifically, I don't think all the shows have been bad, but yeah. this show specifically, I was just like. Thank God I watched it a day after, so I could fast forward through the new controller. Right. And because that went on yeah, forever. Do, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like that went on forever. Like I don't need to talk. Yes, this is an elite controller. Look, right. you can take this off. You can put it on. It's 150 pounds. Go buy it. Sorted. I don't need to see. Oh, the PUBG controller, and it has this nice blue outline because that's the blue circle, yeah. and it has this nice eagle eye because that's a. I know what it is. Like, come on. 
This is this is ridiculous, and that went on for a long, long time for me. Yeah. Um. So I think we're all in agreement that this show was bad. Then, like, yes. it, it, like the production of the show was bad, not the content, but the production yeah. of the show. Hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. I think they need to do do it kind of like like a Nintendo Direct, a video type version, smaller down, <sighs> concentrate on the message. So, I know, they, I know that sounds like they're stealing from the Nintendo, I'm not, copying and that kind yeah. of stuff, but they can rearrange that. Do something something similar, but not fully similar. I just think they are just... They're try, hopefully, they will get a better flow with it. Obviously, it's um, still a learning curve for them and all, but they need to cut the time. Well, we're only... We're eight, ep- what, we eight episodes in? Did it start in January? I don't think it did. That doesn't sound right. Four? Five? No, it could be eight. We could be eight episodes. I think it was the beginning of the year. Mm, mm. Sounds about right. I don't, like I said, I don't know what I would do different because I think like Major Nelson, uh, Jeff Rubenstein, or Rubenstein, I hope I said it correctly, um, AC Bongos, uh, always mess up his name, Rikiri? Rikari. Rikari. Um, and they usually have the other girl with him. I think them those core are brilliant. Yeah. Um, I like Benny Central. Um, I think he does a is a good host. Um, don't think he's good at interviewing. I think he's a great host. I love his I love the YouTube stuff he does. Um, I love him on the inside the Xbox when he takes certain segments, but I don't think he's a great interviewer. Um, same goes for the there's a blonde lady who's got the piercing in between her eyes. Oh, I don't know her right. name unfortunately. Um, but I don't think like you said, I don't think they did a great, good enough job of being good at interviewing devs. Do you know what I mean? And I get what they're trying to go for, but that needs to be... That's where that's your bread and bar. That's where you're making your money. Because we want to hear something we've not heard before and isn't written down in a press release to us. Passion. That's what we want to hear. Right. And that's not what we get, unfortunately. Well, moving on. Let's hear from my boy, Mike Lynch. And he says, Hi, guys. Mike Lynch here. My name is Mike Lynch. I stream as much as I can, but I'm a student. And finals are a thing. No, they're not. You're a liar, Mike Lynch. You're an absolute liar. And I've been reading this ad read for two months now, and I'm still waiting for a new one. But go follow me on Twitter, at Mike Lynch, 8645. Love you, Mike. Keep supporting the show. Thank you. No coming soon segment this week, because Gary's not here, and I didn't do it. Um... Let's get straight into the news. The first news story this week is Xbox's Aaron Greenberg pledges commitment to Japanese games. Uh, Japanese content, quote, sorry, Japanese content is important. So this was done by DualShockers. Um, They had an interview with Aaron Greenberg, and the quotes we got here was, We love Japan. Phil goes there every year, and in many way, uh, in many cases, multiple times a year. If you look at our E3 briefing, we had the most Japanese content we've ever shown in a briefing. Now, to me, that doesn't say much, personally. Like, that's a great quote. Yes, you've gone there. The E3 briefing was brilliant. Yada, yada, yada. That had a great content. I don't think people are necessarily annoyed with what they show, but they don't have enough Japanese content. Um, they also come. He was also saying that um, I think that it's speaking to a partnership and a relationship we've built right behind you. Uh, we've had Kingdom Hearts three on that in a partnership with Square Enix at Gamescom. Uh, that's a franchise we know is loved, and being able to well premiere it of something like Jump Force from Bandai Namco is great too. I think our commitment and our support from Japanese developers has never been stronger, which I agree with, and want to help them succeed on a global stage. Uh, and that continues to be our focus. 
us. We know our fans uh, want those great Japanese games. That's why even some of the games we got later, we made sure that we showed them at E3. We made sure that we highlighted them so they know that many of our fans, uh, so they matter to our fans. There's a little bit more going on here, but I'm not worried about that. Do you think Crash Xbox is doing enough in the Japanese sector? Um, I I think they could do more. I think what we've gotten from them, a lot of what was at E3 was already stuff that's popular in North America. It's old. Jump Force has Dragon Ball Z and Naruto and whatever. Mm -hmm. It's popular over here. Kingdom Hearts has been out and it's huge over here. Yeah. Yeah, you can't really have a conversation with someone without them at least knowing what it is yeah uh they had one if i'm if i remember correctly they had one game that was pretty japanese but that was like a remaster or something i don't know that neo didn't well. know that near a well which was the there we go which was but, the yeah, which is the the, uh, the remaster whatever whatever yeah. whatever yeah moody um, do you want to see xbox do more in the japanese front or do you not care they need to. The PlayStation have shown that the, the the people are wanting those games. That's why, like, it, when you watch the the E3 conferences, like at uh, at Square Enix, every second, a lot of them were saying exclusive to PlayStation. And you're like, why, 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 why? Exactly. And it's just like, and it doesn't help. It's not good. Uh, yes, you might get the big games, um, like like you got Final Fantasy 15 and everything mm -hmm. like that, but. Um, some of these indie dance like Neo Automata, yes, you've got it now, but would you have got it if it was successful last year? If it wasn't successful, people, yeah. Yeah. People are screaming for the uh, the Yakuza franchise on uh -huh. Xbox. And it's and etc. and etc. Everyone associated Monster Hunter to PlayStation this year. I know they had content, they had upset for content. No, but you're right, you're right, you're hundred percent right. Yeah. They're not they they're doing more than they've ever done fair dues you're still not doing enough i think they'll get yeah. there i think they're all getting prepared for next gen next gen i think the first d3 conference for next gen for them it's going to be boom 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 a lot of uh asian content i think okay i think you definitely could see that for me personally they're getting ready for it you can see they are yeah i just for me it's just old is old and um mm -hmm. i know i know i know the casual market doesn't own a playstation and an xbox and a switch but all three of us sitting here at the mood, I don't think you've got a Switch, but you've got a PlayStation and an Xbox. Um, yeah. We own two consoles. So, unfortunately for them, and I'm an Xbox guy, but I'm not waiting a year. Well, I didn't play Nier, but I wasn't, I wasn't, I, I didn't play Nier because I don't care about Nier. Not because right. Xbox didn't have Nier. But my point, the point I'm trying to make here is that I wouldn't have waited a year or more to get these games. I've already played them. So no wonder why they sell worse on Xbox when everyone already owns them on PlayStation. It's like Persona coming out now. As much as everyone wants Persona, and I think it would sell gangbusters on Xbox, don't get me wrong, it still won't have sold as much as it would have it has on PlayStation because it's already the timeline. And I think that's the problem with me. It's we get it so late that it just is like, well, what's the point? Yeah, I've, it's already gone. It's already been here. It's been here, done that, got the T-shirt. Literally, the merchandise is out. Like, I don't, I don't know. For me, it's just annoying. I love the fact that Aaron Greenberg is coming out. Obviously, saying they pledged, they've they've committed to Japanese content. They're committed. They're committed. They're explaining why they're committed. But old is old, and yeah, anybody. Sorry, getting Kingdom Hearts is not a big get. 
of course you're getting Kingdom Hearts. Go and yeah. get me that fucking, I can't remember what it was called, the Square Enix one about the man that's death. Like, I don't think that's, a, I think that's a PlayStation exclusive. Go get me those type of games. Don't get me the, I know you're getting the bloody Final Fantasies, the Kingdom Hearts, that even the, right. do you know what I mean? Near, like I say, I agree with you, Moody, where it's a case of, the only reason you went and got that is because it was successful. Right. Like, you didn't believe in it in the first place. You had to wait for it to already be shown that it's successful before you went and got it for your platform, which is annoying when it comes to us being Xbox fans. Super annoying. I think Xbox are only getting Kingdom Hearts 3 this time because Square Enix want to put it on more platforms. Yeah. Because if the if Xbox really wanted Kingdom Hearts that much, they would have tried to probably try and negotiate, try and get the 1.5 and the 1.2.8 or whatever the hell it is 100. on their franchise. On yeah. their- I agree. I 100% agree. There's got a, there's got a bit something going on there. That why would you not try and get the literally once they confirmed that it wasn't coming when Square Enix confirmed it, I went and bought it for PlayStation because that was the one game I was holding out for. I was like, oh, I'm gonna play it on Xbox. I still wouldn't have played it as much as I have. It's a crap game. <laughs> but um, don't come for me, Crash. Um, Boo. Whatever. Boo whatever. We, this yeah. is an Xbox podcast. We don't care about Kingdom Hearts. Um, we don't have it, all right? God damn it. Um, but yeah, it's just an, it's just annoying, in my opinion. I just think it's annoying. Next week's news, we've got this thing called Xbox All Access. Uh, looks like a new subscription service with Xbox Live, Xbox Games Pass, and a console. Microsoft may be planning to unveil a new subscription service dubbed Xbox All Access, granting users the opportunity to split the cost of an Xbox console and associated subscriptions over two years. Uh, We've heard Microsoft is soon planning uh, to debut a new contract-based monthly subscription service dubbed Xbox All Access, offering the the cheapest way to get an Xbox console, Xbox Live, and Xbox Game Pass. Uh, as always, plans can and do change, but if we, uh, what we've heard is accurate, Microsoft is looking to unveil its new Xbox All Access, Jesus Christ, that's a mouthful, um, offering the cheapest way to get an Xbox console, wait, 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 wait. but Jesus, this is repeating itself a lot, uh, plans to the, 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 the service later this month. If you're wondering why it ha- wasn't announced at Gamescom 2018 in Germany, it's because it looks to be like it's in the US only. Uh, the service was originally teased by The Verge, Tom Warren. Uh, we've since confirmed some more details with our own sources. Customers will be able to pay $22 a month sorry, and net themselves an Xbox One S, Xbox Live, and Xbox Game Pass for two years. Around $35 US will, net them about an, uh, will net them an Xbox One X. So I think this will come everywhere eventually. Um, so we're going to talk about it in that sort of spectrum. Um, Moody. Is this something that interests you? Paying off? It's like it's pretty much a phone contract, but for an Xbox. It's genius. You think so? I think it's smart as hell. I think it's smart as hell. I don't know. Um, I was talking to my partner uh, where we were talking about, and she was like, "Damn, that." Yes, up in the long term, you're probably spending a lot, a little bit more Mm -hmm. in the long term, which makes sense. Yeah, you are not forking out a big bunch of money. In one instance, you're paying monthly. That's what I do a lot of times with a lot. Like I said, it's a phone contract, and I think that's genius. Little $22 for an S, Xbox Live, Game Pass, and everything. I think that's pretty pretty good. Just to add on another like $10 or what, $13 mm-hmm. to get the X. I think it's 
sounds for me brilliant. It's it's a lot more cheaper for not uh, for people who don't have enough money to fork out four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars for a console or something like that. Um, it gets a chance to get to a wider audience. Perfect for them. It gets Game Pass out there even more. I think it's perfect. Crash, is this something you if you was unable to buy it up front, is this something you would even consider? Or are you the type of person would like to own it outright straight away? I would like to own it outright straight away personally. Yeah. But I think with the way Microsoft's going forward, with the way they're making their consoles more upgrades more frequently, it makes sense to have a, a service that's like, oh, we're gonna release a new version every two years and we're gonna give you an option to get it. And it'll also cover your Xbox Live and it'll cover your Game Pass. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about running out of that, but you also get the new console and that comes with the newest Xbox games. It seems like a really smart move. I don't know why they wouldn't do it at this point. It kind of seems like a no-brainer to me. Yeah. Like, they know the phone model works. They know that, unfortunately, people are dumb and people get themselves in tons of debts over iPhones. So, from a business perspective, I'm not saying that people listen to this are dumb, but I'm saying from a business perspective, this is genius. It's like, okay, cool, come to the Microsoft store in New York. I don't know if there's one in New York, but I'm spitballing. Um, in New York, there you go, I fucking knew it. I was just testing you. Um, <laughs> in New York, come pick up your Xbox, your year's Xbox Live, and your year's Game Pass, and you're set. And then you think, because people forget, out of sight, out of mind, People don't even realize the $35 is going. Let's talk about it from the X point of view. Me, I'm not that type of person. I am I'm the type of person I like to pay up everything in whole. Like, yeah. I can't do this whole month. Look, like I say, if I, like my cinema pass, I pay that up. I had to pay that up yearly. I don't like the thought of £17, £17, £17. That, to me, with my anxiety, gets to me. But I totally get... We do it with phones, so why couldn't we do it with a console? A console, to me, is way more valuable than a phone. And it is, to, I'm sure, a lot of people listening, because we care so much about it. Me, I would never have bought... I would never have been able to have bought an Xbox One X if it wasn't for the audience all chipping in and getting it for me. Thank you very much, Mr. Moody. Um, but I was 100% been able to finance one this way. And it's that, that whole... Timmy down the road wants the new Xbox. His mum can't afford it. But yeah, sure. Is they're putting it on a catalogue where they're going to put so much interest on it, I'll just pay the £35 a month from Xbox. Yeah. It makes so much sense. It's genius in my mind. I don't see the downside to it from a from a business perspective. I only see a downside to it to the, the people that can't afford it properly. But then we'll be locked themselves into a two-year contract, and then, but that happens now. So, yeah, yeah. It gives more. It gives loads more people the option to try and get two consoles at the same time. Hundred percent. Say the next yeah. PlayStation and the Xbox come out. Xbox PlayStation stays. No, we're staying to one price. We're not doing this monthly thing. Xbox come out. You can go out and play the PlayStation one if it's at a reasonable price for you, and it does right. And you got the let's say. $40 a month for the new Xbox, whatever. Bada bing, bada boom. You get, you can get two consoles pretty for... Well, you're getting two consoles at less than a thousand pounds. 
Because you got you got to look at it probably about a thousand yeah. thousand pound thousand dollars, yeah. Because you got to go even if the consoles are four hundred a piece plus the game plus you need that extra controller plus you need that year's yep. PSN plus you need the year's Xbox Live. Do you know what I mean? If you take that out and then it's like exactly, but you take that out and go okay, the new PlayStation is five hundred, but the Xbox only going to cost me thirty five pound this month, and that's how people think. Yeah, and it's like, do. well, I don't have £500, but I have $35. They forget about yeah. the other $35 they got to pay for the rest of the two years. Yeah. But in that moment, it's like, well, why wouldn't I do this? From a casual perspective, and again, we all know yeah. casuals win the, the, the war at the end of the right. day. It's like, imagine they bundle this with FIFA, Madden. They haven't got Call of Duty anymore, but let's imagine, not FIFA either. They've only got Madden. So imagine it's Madden... Battlefield, um, Halo, Halo, Assassin's Creed. Maybe like they 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 go with a Lego game. Do you know what I mean for the kids? Right. It, it makes sense. It makes so much right. sense. So I think this is genius. Uh, moving on, new. Uh, uh, sorry, no new uh, Assassin's Creed coming twenty nineteen. Um, I already went off on this one a little bit on tw- on Facebook. Um, because I have a pretty, I have an opinion on this, but let's let's just read the article and I'll get into it. Uh, Ubisoft has revealed that it will not launch a new Assassin's Creed title in 2019, and instead will support this year's entry, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, with additional content designed to keep players engaged in the game. Speaking at Gamescom, uh, Ubisoft CEO Yves Gelmont, Yves Gelmont, I said that wrong. Yves Gelmel explained that Assassin's Creed Odyssey 2018 uh, release was embedded uh, because both 2017's Origins and Odyssey's were were being developed at the same time. And Odyssey will not be immediately followed by another game. Quote, On Assassin's, we had a full game in 2018 and we have one this year. But we are not going to have a full-fledged Assassin's next year, meaning there will be something Assassin's. that's not what he says, but that's what I'm putting in. Uh, said Gilmont. Yeah, Chronicles. Something like that, right? Um, it's just because the team were working separately, so we have two games now. One after the other. But next year, you're not going to have a fully-fledged one. It goes on to say a couple more bits, but here's my opinion. Why on earth did they not hold this until next year? I don't understand it. From my point of view, I fell in love with Assassin's Creed again. Because of Odyssey, yeah? Not Odyssey, um, Origins. Loved Origins, played it, played a lot of hours, finished the roll credits, never got to the season pass content, never got to like a ton of the side stuff because that's so big, that game. But I would love to keep playing that. And the reason I stopped playing mainly was because I knew the new one was coming. Why did they not give the year in between of this one to let it breathe a little bit longer? Because the game was complete. That's like business suicide if you're holding a game that's complete for a whole nother year just because you don't want to release it then. Yeah, I imagine from... a lot of money holding it. Yeah. yeah I imagine from oh, this I point on there's there'll be a bigger gap between Assassin's Creed. But it's also they have two Assassin's Creed developers and then a watchdog developer. So you'd assume Watchdog comes out next year. And then oh, okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So you think they split then... Assassin's Creed Watchdogs and do that? The team development yeah. teams have two-year life cycle on development sides. Things, right? Three years. 
Odyssey had uh, Odyssey has three years on it. What you mean? Oh, I get is that now. Sorry, each team has a three-year development. Three different teams, like Call of Duty. The Call of Duty is like that's how you sound it, right? So their game comes out, their game comes out, their game comes out. Bigger gaps. Got you. Makes sense. Okay. So you think this year is just the anomaly, which is what Gelman said. It's just the fact that we just happen to have two games. That's why you're going back to back, not because we want it to like throw it down your throat. I think they'll rearrange their studio at this point. Maybe have the Origins team start working on Odyssey DLC so they don't they're not doing anything. Yeah. And sort of have them start working on a new game as well. That Whether that's dope. Assassin's Creed or something else, who knows? Um Yeah. That's what it sounds like from what he says. It, it seems like he this isn't a planned thing for them to do to keep doing. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, you're right. I I like what you're saying. That makes sense. That makes a lot more sense. I'd love it if the the the, the other no, if the origins t- no, if the Odyssey team works on a new IP. Because I want obviously I, I've not played um, Odyssey yet, but I loved Origins, so I want that team to keep making Assassin's Creed games. Right. So then, I didn't play the latest Watch Dogs because I boycotted it because the first one was so trash. Um, right. But I'm totally open to the idea of getting into another Watch Dogs. So cool and then a new ip that would be cool i'd be happy with that yeah would you recommend it <clears throat> sorry um yeah it's all what christian says is spot on like they have two games they're done ready to go like it, it, they it would cost them so much money to hold it it would have cost them like it would have cost them millions and everything to hold it mm-hmm. um i won't lie it's I don't want it in this month of no. October because October's so cramped. There's no yeah. doubt about it. But then they did. They had to do what they had to do. I mean, they're probably really they're, they've been shown a lot of this, so they're extremely confident on this game. They've got they're getting out before Red Dead, so that's a good that's a good best chance for them. So I'm looking forward to it. I am looking forward to Odyssey. I think it looks fantastic. I would have wished it to have been like early next year, but it's neither here or there now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Easily Watch Dogs 3 probably next year, if not Beyond Good and Evil, maybe. Who knows? It, things that we don't know how fast they're really getting that game done, really. But um, yeah. yeah. Smart. Smart. Yes, they should have done it this year, but smart. Okay. Um, next one we got is PUBG training mode announced. Uh, yeah, PUBG is still relevant in the Xbox sector. Um, <laughs> maybe not with us, not with us anymore. But yeah, uh, PUBG training mode was announced. Uh, currently set for September. Uh, PUBG will be getting a training mode that allows five to twenty players to practice and improve their skills on a two by two km map. Uh, it was announced via Steam that this mode is part of the PUBG Fix campaign that was announced earlier this month and aims to make PUBG into a better, more stable, and fairer game. Jesus Christ. Fairer game. Um, this new training mode uh, will allow players to practice all aspects of PUBG from driving um, to driving the game's various vehicles around the island, to racetracks, to practicing parachuting, landing, and scattered targets to master the perfect peak shot. Uh, training mode, um, blah, 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 special 1K shooting range, along with free targets, and yada, yada, yada. Crash, does this do anything for you? Because I know you, you, you're super lukewarm on PUBG, right? Like, it, yeah. early on, we were into it. Then you fell out yeah. of it. You never fell in love with the console version at all. No, no. Um, this doesn't 
do much. I don't understand how this helps fix PUBG. I'm guessing. I'm guessing it's the the shrouds, the doctor disrespects. It's the the YouTubers that do like you know the DPS per second on this gun and that gun and the little the little glitches and stuff. Maybe they're noticed and fixed quicker. Hello. Sorry. No, mum. I'm no, busy. Uh. <laughs> uh... Maybe I don't. My Xbox for me. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Um, I don't feel I don't feel like this really impacts because I feel like at the end of the day, if you really want to learn how how quick a gun's gonna kill, you have to do it in a game. Okay. You have to do it in a match because it's different doing something in a test setting and then doing it in a live setting. Yeah, I agree. I'm just I'm, look. I'm just spitballing. I don't know. Right. Trust me, I don't know. This does nothing for me. I'm trash at the game. I won't go, even being trash at the game. I wouldn't go into a training mode to get better yeah. at the game. I'd go into a match. All right. Into a match, Lynn. I learned it. Obviously, Georgia Paul. Come on. Um, no, not if you want to learn, bro. Well, if you want to learn, you land you at school. school. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Moody, this does anything for you? You've got the game, and you don't like it either. Oh, I installed it. It's done. <laughs> I'm not going back to that at all. Not even with the achievements um, coming. I no okay not at all okay hell no um yeah well done they're, they're bringing more content to the to the to the game itself and they have to try something because right now fortnite's kicking their asses right now but we'll see what happens it's not my type of game and i don't even play fortnite so yeah um yeah that's that's all I can say about it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I didn't add it here, but um, for those who missed it during Gamescom, PUBG is coming out of early access. Um, I can't remember the exact date, but achievements are being added, and I know it's September. It's September. It's early September. I think it might be first, yeah. but I could be incorrect. Um, it's probably going to be a Friday, right? So if we work this out real quick, probably no, it won't be first. So you're probably looking at September seventh. That sounds right. So we'll go with that. Yeah. But I could totally be wrong. Um, but yeah, achievements are coming, so I'll be getting back into the game just for the achievements. That's it. And then I'll be jumping back out, I think. <laughs> Maybe that's the bug will catch me again, though, because I'll get good at it again, right. hopefully, and then want to play more. But yeah. It's at least a form of progression for the game. I exactly. Think. And that's what the game suffered with. There's no progression. But at least with an achievement system, I can progress my myself. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, next up, every Xbox One bundle released. Obviously, if you watched the uh, games from coverage, you noticed there was a lot of goddamn bundles, and which we noticed, yes. Chris. What did we notice? They were all empty boxes. A lot of empty boxes. <laughs> yeah. People just picked up boxes and threw them everywhere. Jesus yeah. Christ. Uh, the first one we got was the Shadow of the Tomb Raider bundle. Um, it is available in the Xbox One S and the Xbox One X. Uh, Lara is getting a whole lot of love with two bundles. Uh, Shadow Tomb Raider, you have a choice between the $300 one terabyte Xbox One S bundle or the 500 terabyte one, uh, the Xbox One X bundle. Uh, Tomb Raider will run in native 4K HDR. Uh, in the UK, we have it at £249.99 for the S and £449 for the X. Uh, other than that, you have Forza Horizon 4 bundles. Um, it, sorry, same thing. S300, uh, X500, and in the UK, all I've got is the uh, X, which is 449. Uh, these are all pretty much the same price. $249.99, uh, um, $300 for the S's, so I'm not going to keep saying that. Next up, you have the Battlefield bundle uh, in the X and the S. 
Uh, also, you've got the special edition, Gold Rush edition, which is like this offshoot color, if you've seen it. Um, and that's only in the X. And that's at £449.99 and $500. But yeah, that, that one's nice, but still not great. And uh, last but not least, you have the Fallout 76 bundle, uh, which is $500 for the Xbox One X bundle. Also comes with a month of Xbox Live and a month of Game Pass. Anyone interested in these bundles? I think we're all pretty set, right? Yeah. You've... I feel like they've missed an ch- opportunity, though. Because, like, you've seen, like, PlayStation, they have a lot of bundles out there. But, like, they've got Spider-Man one, what looks absolutely beautiful. they got this new 500 one. Yeah. With all these, right. just, like, the Xbox X, the, the, the S, the white version, or the X <laughs> version and everything. I'm just like, you could have done something. You've got the marketing share for these games. Couldn't you have tried something? I mean, I don't think any of these games are big enough to warrant their own special edition console. It's not Halo. It's not Gears. It's not anything that's going to sell. Tomb Raider. Love Tomb Raider. Not going to sell the same way Halo sells. Forza. What are you going to do? Make it into a racing car? No one's going to care. Battlefield. Battlefield's already on the decline this year. Um, and then for that 76, we're sort of all left in limbo. I don't think any of these games warrant it. Spy- Unfortunately, to talk about the competition for a second, Spider-Man warrants it. They're celebrating their anniversary with a 500 million one. That makes sense. Like, it has to make sense for yeah. me. I agree. Um, yeah, I, I am kind of disappointed because Microsoft has really cool technology for their custom consoles yeah. with the whole engraving thing. Like, I have the uh, limited edition Gears of War one, and I love it. And yeah. the controller. Just because it looks incredibly... It looks cool. It looks dope. Uh, so I'd love to see them do more stuff with that. But I don't think either any of these... Any of the games they have announced really... Warrant it. Warrant it. Yeah. Yeah. No, but that's just me. I, know, I, I don't disagree with what you're saying there. I just feel like... I just feel like they could have done something still, personally. Fair enough. Uh, next up, Bandai Namco announces Dark Souls trilogy for PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, the Dark Souls trilogy is coming to the Xbox One uh, and has been given an October release. Uh, the price is at 80 US dollars. Um, we don't have a UK price just yet. Um, it will include the f- the obviously the trilogy, Dark Souls Remastered, Dark Souls 2, and Dark Souls 3, along with all of its DLC. Crash, you getting this? I know. Does this interest you? Um, it interests me. Not in October. <laughs> Nothing's gonna interest us in October. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> this is like something I'll see if like on sale for like forty or something, and I'll be like, oh, that's cool. I get out the whole trilogy with that and the DLC. I'll pick that up. I think my problem is I already own free i already have one on backwards compatibility and that's not the remaster but on backwards compatibility and i don't it's just like I don't, i've not played any of them but right. they've given them away to me so much not free free my brother-in-law bought um but i'm just like eh. right if i need to play these games i can go play these games in a way do i really need this moody did we really need this people the fans the yes, fans love it us no yeah I'm t- That's basically how it is. In October, again, don't, don't. No. get out of it. Get Just, out of it. Right? What was you thinking? But they, but they know they, they're selling it to the audience that we're not the audience. I, yeah, totally. 
Dark Souls is kind of like Skyrim in a way. It just keeps getting remastered <laughs> and put everywhere. If you buy it, so it keeps selling it. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be on your... be place, there's gonna be a, gonna be a next gen cons version of a bloody map for God's sake. Hundred percent. Uh, the next one, which is the, probably the biggest piece of news to come out of Gamescom, in my opinion, um, especially from an Xbox fans' point of view as well, uh, Supermassive Games announces its horror series, The Dark Pictures Anthology. Um, Supermassive is the team that did um, Until, uh, Dawn. Until Dawn, the PS4 yeah. exclusive. Uh, the new game's called The Man of Mayhem. It features a group of... Uh, people investigating a world war ii shipwreck who appear to discover horrors buried in a plane wreck at the bottom of the ocean the players will take control of all five divers in the course of the story um this looks fantastic if you've not watched the trailer go and check it out um i'm so happy this has come to xbox it's not exclusive to playstation until dawn is a fantastic game in my opinion um supermassive have created a, a whole new genre um in the way they made that game um yeah. because it's not it's not telltale but it's not um point and click it's it's yeah. something in between that and it's super interesting and i was actually really interested to saw the trailer for the uh the man of um made uh maiden maiden whatever it's called and really liked it really liked what i saw uh moody you impressed yeah loved it I loved Undertale. It was one of my favorite games uh, that year. Yeah. Um, it's a great, great streaming game, great party game. If you are, if you have friends out, you think it. Oh, we could totally interact with this. You tell me what you want me to do, and everything. It's perfect for, for that. Um, it's episodic, isn't it? Am I wrong there? Is or that what they got? Three games. There's. Uh no. So there's there. It's five planned games, I think, but it's all set in one universe. So it's not okay, one story okay, that's yeah. episodic. God. It's all yeah. it's an anthology that's of games. Yeah. 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 So yeah. yeah um, go on. No, go go go. I'm super excited. It took mass games since that since seeing them at PSX and what that game did until dawn. I loved it. So I cannot wait for this. It's great. That's uh, not exclusive, but obviously, so the Xbox guys can get it and everything. Can't wait for it and go for it, man. Like the until dawn was a. Uh, this didn't get it got a lot of love, but it also didn't get enough love. I didn't, didn't get enough love it deserved. I hope yeah. with it, it's going to be all platforms, people can gravitate to it and experience it. It really was brilliant. I think it's just that it shows how successful Until Dawn was, and obviously I know they did a couple of other games. Like they did the the PlayLink game for PlayStation, and they did the the VR game for PlayStation. Yeah. But they must have saw PlayStation must not have loved how it performed clearly. Because otherwise, able to wrap this up yeah. into an exclusive, or the other side of that is they know what they have is something special, and they don't want to sign an exclusive deal because they think it's going to sell well. Right. I think it's a bit of both. I'm pretty sure they said after Until Dawn that their next games would be, apart from the deal that they already signed yeah, on yeah. PlayStation, their next new IPs would be uh, multi-platform. Yeah. Multi-platform. So. Mm. Yeah, I'm. Uh, this is my biggest, my biggest excitement for out of Gamescom, and that includes the the gameplay from Resident Evil 2. So, that says a lot. 
That says a lot. Do you end up watching that? Crash, don't ask silly questions, my friend. Of course I did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I asked him, did he watch it? Okay. I asked him the other day and he said he didn't watch it yet. So uh, I was curious. Of course I've watched it. I've watched it more than once. Uh, but okay. that's, that's not in the, I didn't put it in the news, though. I didn't put it in the news. Okay. Crash, was watching it while I'm Right. <laughs> Probably. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, next piece of news Xbox Game Pass mobile app announced. Uh, um, today at Gamescom 2018, Microsoft have revealed a new app. Uh, the mobile app for Xbox Game Pass will be available soon. Uh, the Xbox Game Pass ma- app allows you to manage your Game Pass games catalog, install games directly to your Xbox One, and manage their subscription in addition to n- another numbers of features. Um, if you have an Android device, you can test it out in Google or right now on Google Play. Uh, for iOS, there are limited spaces, and you can apply to be entered. This app seems totally pointless. Agreed. It's literally all it does is because I've seen people I watch videos, so check it out. Um, all it is is literally an app that shows you all the games in Game Pass. It shows you it in like most popular and yada yada. The only thing that's cool about it is it shows you when games are leaving, which I don't think they do a great job of right now of letting you know when games are leaving and being added. I feel like they just sort of pop up. Me and people listening to this show will know because we talk about it. But for a casual Netflix fan, they say that type of model, Netflix do such a great job of being like, new games, look at this, do-do-do-do-do, Origins New Black is here. Where, like, Xbox have not done a great job of showing that Devil May Cry is in here now and Rise and whatever, 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 so... Um, I think the app's kind of pointless because why do I need a separate app for this? I feel like it could be implemented in the Xbox app, but there's, yeah. there's clearly a reason why not. There's clearly. So pl- I think they're planning something. I think they're planning more for this app than what it actually is. Hopefully. Because I don't... I, I don't understand. They have the Xbox app that's already there. The granted, doesn't maybe because that app doesn't function amazing, they're like, let's put it into its own thing. And maybe the Game Pass app will turn into the new Xbox app and they'll get rid of the old one. I don't know. I, I can't see what they do, but I agree. Hopefully there is a bigger plan for this. We shall I'll see. I'll say one thing. The trailer, the person in the trailer made by the end of it was just making me like, yeah, you're boring me enough to not want to download Bother. This. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Like, I'm totally wow. with you. This app does this. And if you do this, it'll do this. And I'm just like, oh my god. Thanks. Thanks for nothing, you assholes. Um, <laughs> Alright, we're running out of time here, so let me run through these. Uh, Halo the Master Chief Collection has been added to Game Pass. Uh, September 1st, it is coming. Yeah, we... What? what? Guess what you're playing soon. Well, I am playing it soon, because on the 21st of September, the 21st of September, we will be doing a My Xbox and Me community game night. Um, I've had enough people ask so many times for this, so let's make sure we all support it. 21st of September, that is a Friday. Uh, it will be 6 p.m. GMT. Go Google whatever that is in your time zone. Uh, if we get enough people, we can do some custom games. If we don't, we'll just play online with each other uh, against other teams. But I would love it. So 21st of September, it's in Game Pass. So no one's got the excuses they haven't got it. I don't want to hear the excuses how you haven't got it installed. I don't want to hear the excuses how it's not updated. Make it happen. I'm giving you twenty. I'm giving you twenty days, twenty days of when it's released to sort it out. So twenty first of September, be there. My Xbox and me game night. Uh, 
Uh, let's, like I say, run through these next ones. Devil May Cry 5 has a release date. Uh, it is March 8th, 2019. Um, Crash, you like Devil May Cry, so I'll let you talk about this yeah. one a little bit. You excited? Um, yes, gameplay looked amazing. Good release date. Very excited. Moody? Liked what I saw. Yeah, good little re- release date. At least it's not something. That's, at least it's not twenty second. Yeah, yeah. Hitting that number right now. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Good, yeah. good little release date. I just Devil May Cry. That's nothing for me. Thank God it stayed away from Resident Evil. Otherwise, it would have got crushed. So that's all I've got to say. Well, they weren't going to do Indeed. that. They're both <laughs> the same company. I don't care. Resident Evil wins. Um, Okay, I'm gonna ask you a question right now, <sighs> and I'll ask both of you this. Okay. I think you know okay. what I'm gonna say. Which one sells better? Resident Evil. Yes. Resident Evil remake sells better than Devil May Cry Five, hundred percent. I hate to do this. I really hate, but I agree. Of course it does. I think, <laughs> I think because it's a remake of a. It's the remake's been so well received lately, and it's a, a game yeah. that. It's a nostalgia. It's nostalgia done in the right way. Resident Evil number one is already... Its mind share is already up. Number two, Resident Evil 2, is the best game of all time. In my opinion. Um, so don't look at your faces, good both save. of you. Good um, save. It's a good <laughs> save. It's a great game. Yeah, best game ever made. Best game ever made. And the remake, I've played it, it's fantastic. So I think that's going to help, um, but yeah, it should, it, yeah. Resident Evil still is better than Devil May Cry, one hundred percent. Not even a question. I think it's going to be closer than you think. I think that does have a feeling Devil May Cry is going to get. It's just, it's a, I'm hearing nothing but positive. Same, same with Resi. Nothing but positive with Devil May Cry. Uh, a lot of people have been wanting this as well. I can see that. I think getting close. I think the issue is that Resident Evil has a lot more mainstream appeal than Devil May Cry does. From my quick Google search, Devil May Cry 4 sold 2.3 million units. Devil May Cry uh, 1 sold 2.1. This isn't even going to come close, mood. If if this isn't right, and we'll see, Resident Evil 2 sold 4.5. The highest Devil May Cry has ever sold is 2.3. You are coming out against another game, like what a week later or a week before. I mean, Kingdom Hearts. I'm not. I'm not coming out against anything. The gamer wins, not me. I mean, I do win. You're right. I do win. You're right. It's me. It's me. It's I do win. Um, But yeah, no. I I just think Resident Evil's got too much, too much mind share in the game. The nostalgia factor of Resident Evil Two for people. well, I just think yeah. the Monster Hunter factor this year. Monster, I never thought Monster Hunter would have sold this much. Yeah, but in the in the same breath, Monster. Yeah, but in the same breath, there was nothing released around Monster Hunter. True. It, like, I oh, bought I Monster agree. Hunter. That's why I said the word of Kingdom Hearts Three, you are coming up against that. Yeah. Same yeah, you're right. You're right. But yeah, people love well, their horror know, games though. Cry. So what we know, Devil May Cry doesn't come up against anything that I know of. I might be wrong. Yet. Yeah. Yet. Um, 
next up the hunt showdown's coming to xbox early access uh crytek's com uh, competitive horror shooter is currently in early access on pc but it's coming to xbox games preview um i'm actually interested in this one almost bought it on pc a couple of times um yeah the problem is it's crytek no, no, no it's not zombies it's like monster it's like monster hunter but we're shooting yeah so there's more to it than that but yeah quick quick rundown it's like PUBG, where you're put into a map with a bunch of other players and the zone quickly closes and there's a boss monster that you have to find and kill and then you become hunted after that the other players have to kill you to get whatever reward or power you get i guess before you escape quick rundown sounds interesting I'm, I'm sure we're missing stuff, but you know. I'm sure there's probably abilities and things and monsters, yeah. but that's the best that's, we could do. Yeah. Um, and last but not <laughs> least on the news this week, uh, Xbox One sales grew by 50% in July, says NPD. Congratulations to the Xbox. Uh, games with gold this month. Forza Horizon 2 from August 1st to August 31st. Forza, uh, Forza, Jesus. For Honor from August 16th to September 15th, which means it's done. You missed that. Sorry. No, September 15th. No. Bro, I've got, I've, it's hate. Look, I'm going to tell you all right now. <laughs> hey, these drinks, I can hear her already clicking her fingers like, bro, you're late. So I'm going to keep going. <laughs> D uh, Disney Epic like, Mickey on, 2, The Power of 2, August 16th to August 31st. Fixer Sack is empty this week for the first time ever, thank God. Um, please email um, in. No, my I know it's not. I know it's not. I know it's not. What are you, all what are you talking about? I sent, I sent you an email yesterday. No, you I didn't, bro. Oh, wow. Fix trying to get out of emptying his sack. I understand. I mean, well, it's, an, well, it's an email that can be set that can be uh, left for Gary and you. There is, there is an email. Well, fuck. Well, you get it next week. Um, let's plug, 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 and get ourselves out of here before I get kicked in the nutsack. Crash, what have you got to plug this week? Uh, if you guys like watching people play games, follow me on twitch.tv forward slash Crashnick. I'm better than Fix at Rainbow Six. That's the fact. That's not true. That's, that's, not even, that's not even partly true. <laughs> that's a fact. I mean, what whatever. You, that <laughs> laugh is an I mean, whatever laugh. helps you sleep at night, but that's not true. Okay. Moody? I'm laughing just because of Borpheus. <laughs> I'm not laughing on agreement or anything like that. Uh, for me, go to, if you like movies, go to uh, youtube.com slash outlives or the outlives.net webpage. We talk about, we've got the glorious movie show on there, we've got the outlives podcast on there, and the Tanko podcast there. Go and check it out when you get a chance. We're almost at 100 subscribers. Ooh, almost at 100 subscribers. Um, you know the huge patreon.com slash mcfixers, what keeps the lights on, literally. Um, just paid my electric bill, so thank you. Um, besides that, Twitch, twitch.tv slash mcfixer. Bung up on YouTube this week. YouTube.com slash mcfixer. Um, there's some overcooked videos on there. More coming. They just need to be edited. I've just been super bogged down with life right now. But they are coming. We are going to start getting back into the YouTube game again. Uh, producing way more YouTube content. So it should be fun. But until then, and until next week, Gary will be back then. And maybe somebody else. We'll see. Uh, I'll love you, leave you, and see you all goddamn later. Bye. Bye. Bye.